Rob is a podcast in the road to Survivor Second Chance podcast series are made possible in part by our listeners who've become patrons of Rob has a podcast to find out more about the benefits of becoming a patron of RHAP. Visit us on our website at robisawebsite.com slash patron. Election 2015, the road to Survivor Second Chances. All right, we are back here. Rob Sesternino on the road to Survivor Second Chance. And boy, have we got a treat for you guys here today because we're going to talk to somebody that I've never spoken to before on the show. I've only met one time in real life. And here they are back on the show. Or back on this on this show, maybe back on Survivor from Survivor Panama, parentheses Exile Island. Uh, here is Terry Dates. Hey, good afternoon, you guys. How you doing, Terry? How are you? Well, great, and thanks so much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. I know you're uh, you got some valuable airtime that you're uh, letting me share. <laughs> Help me get my message out to get yes. back on Survivor. To get the message out. Okay, so Terry, you're going to hear some uh, wind noise. Terry is outside, not at Exile Island. Terry, where are you at today? I'm at my son's lacrosse game, man. The good stuff. Okay, good stuff. How old is your son? He's a sophomore in high school. Okay, and it's been a lucky day so far. Uh, they're doing fine so far. He's just about to wreck somebody right now. So, uh, that's a good thing. <laughs> so like dad, like son. Exactly. Except he's way bigger than me. Uh, I wouldn't want to mess with him on a football field or a lacrosse field. Oh my God. All right. Well, Terry, and I appreciate you making time uh, f- for us here. Also, this has been a busy day for you, uh, work wise as well, right? Right. Yeah. I just flew in from London this morning and then unfortunately we were a little late uh, getting off the ground, but smooth flight back to New York city, two hour, actually about three hour drive home. And, uh, here I am, uh, watching the cross and talking to you guys and, uh, you know, what a great setup. Okay. Well, Terry, I got to think that there's been so many times when you've been in the mix to go back to survivor. I can't believe that they never did bring you back. I mean, you were on season 12. We're talking about now season 31, potentially uh, 19 seasons in between. Uh, There must've been a bunch of times where that, you know, they had you on standby or something, right? Yeah, this is actually the fourth time I've gone through the entire paperwork. Um, you know, whether it was, uh, you know, casting, say, with somebody like Tom Westman or getting the right mix of people back in there. Uh, maybe there was somebody else good at challenges or, you know, just how it worked out. I mean, it's Hollywood. Uh, it's show business. And, you know, they're looking for antagonists and protagonists, uh, that type of setup. Uh, I think the closest thing I came to um, was the, uh, the first Blood and Water mm-hmm. and, uh, and actually the second Blood and Water when... Uh, my wife actually could make it with me. And uh, the time before that, my uh, my daughter, who was 18, and Sandra Diaz Twine's daughter, who were 18, made it to the final night and then got cut from the cast, which means, you know, the parents got cut from the cast. Um, so anyway. Uh, wow. You know, yeah, it's a little disappointing. I mean, if, I, I don't know about you, but the first time I tried to get on, it was uh, one step after another, and all of a sudden I'm on an island in Panama. So... <laughs> Uh, the rest of the times, including this one, uh, you know, if I don't go, yeah, I'm going to be disappointed. But, you know, I understand that, uh, you know, they've, they've got a show or and in this case, America. So okay. hey, that show is right. So that's what it is. So, Terry, here you are, maybe with a chance to get back on. I think this is so fascinating because not only are you in the mix to go back on, but also somebody else that you played with who went to the final five with you and had a lot of memorable moments with you in Shane. Is that, is is that exciting to you? The prospect of not just coming back, but also coming back with Shane powers. Well, you know what, uh, for, for two reasons. And, uh, one is, is a little selfish in that Shane is a character and, uh, you know what, he can carry a whole episode by, by himself. And I think you'll agree with me. Um, it's great to be on a show, but if you're on a whole survivor show without a couple of characters that are really going to bring your ratings, uh, possibly do some controversial stuff. Um, you know, maybe the show doesn't turn out that well and it's not followed that well. So selfishly, I look at it that way. And the, the other way is, you know, uh, I believe Shane's a great guy. He's got a lot of redemptive qualities to him and he's been through a lot of tough knocks in life and he's beat him down and he's come back. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing the game with him. Uh, he's, he thinks strategically and, 
what you don't know about him, he's actually a really good athlete. I, I would not want to go on a golf course with him and, uh, and try to trade holes for money for sure. Yeah. And now, Terry, the one thing that everybody remembers about you is your dominance in the challenges and how you did so well. And let me just say, what, what was your, your overall record here? Uh, how many individual immunities? Five individual immunities uh, in Panama? Five, five individual immunities in a row. And I, and I know some other people have gotten five. I don't think they've been in a row. Um, and then I had four reward, individual reward challenges. So nine individual challenges won, and I think 16 overall counting to 17 wins. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, to me, it was like backyard game on steroids. Uh, so you pour a bucket out of a water faster than somebody else and hit the target. I mean, some things for me were just, just a lot of fun, you know. But it's been a long time, Terry. Have you, have you, <laughs> You're telling me. Yeah. are you in anywhere near the shape now that you were in when you played the first time? Well, you know, I, I can, I, well, I'm, I'll put it this way. Is everybody else 10 years later in the shape that they're in when, when they first went on? Um, I don't know. You know, we're going to find that out. Um, no, I'm not. I'm 10 years older. You know, I've had a bunch of injuries since, uh, you know, playing ball with my son, playing lacrosse with my daughter, you know, whatever it was, um, you know, you get old, you don't recover so quickly. So yeah, am I going to give it to give it a college try? Sure. Uh, am I, am I going to get beat up? Probably, but you know, that's part of survivor too. So yeah, and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> now, have you kept up with all the seasons since Panama? Uh, you know, I have, There's, and, and what's been good about that is the internet. Uh, you know, being an airline guy, I thought I was home on Wednesday or Thursday night. So having the internet to catch up on the shows has been pretty good or have my wife fill me in and stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, watching some of the strategic play, um, watching, just watching those types of situations where you look back and go, wow, what, that, that's something I could have tried. Or if I get in a situation like that again, that, that's definitely something I'm going to do. And uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed them. So just going back to Survivor Panama, which I've actually watched within the last like, uh, you know, six, seven, eight months, somewhere, somewhere in there, you know, I, okay. it's, it's a very fun season. I, I really do enjoy it. You know, you have so many big personalities. Most of them are from the Kasaya group, the Lamina group that you guys are very <laughs> much more low key and, you know, uh, more down to earth, but all like the kooky characters are all on the other tribe. And again, you guys come into the merge down in the numbers and you guys try some stuff, but really nothing ever works except for the fact that you have this idol that you're able to right. sort of leverage and keep you in the game all the way down to the final three. Now all this time has passed. Is there anything that you look back and you feel like, boy, I wish we could have done this differently and then maybe uh, this would have changed the result for us. Or do you feel like it was sort of a, a hopeless cause the whole way through? Right now, you know what? There wasn't a, there wasn't a moment where we weren't thinking on how I was going to try to save Nick, Austin, and Sally. You know, and myself. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I couldn't. I felt I couldn't just give up the idol and not get a majority out of it. You know, it's like, well, I'm giving away the only. This other tribe wants to vote me out any at, at any point. If I give the idol away, uh, I, I need to have like Bruce come over and somebody else. I need a majority, or it's just not going to happen. I'm not willing to risk my safety on you know, not getting the majority out of it. And then when Bruce got sick, it was game over. Um, there was, there was one point, uh, similar to what Mike just did, uh, on his show, uh, right now that, um, I probably could have done with Shane, uh, you know, after we went on the, uh, the family visit and stuff like that. But he had me so convinced that he was going to vote out that, you know, Danielle was going to go that night that I, I didn't bother going that you know, I look back on it now. Um, that was the biggest strategic mistake of the game because Aris would have been gone. Right. Uh, So let's set the um, stage there. So people know what we're talking about. So this is at the final five, uh, that you win, you win the family reward and you get to, and you get to pick one person to go with you and go have your loved ones visit. Then you get to pick, and then what else is it? Then you get to pick one person that gets to, uh, visit with their loved one at camp one person that gets a hug and one person that gets to go to exile Island. Did I get that right? Right. That's right. Yes. And, uh, who went to, and then Danielle went to exile Island. 
Yeah, so at the end, um, uh, I sent Aris back to camp with Sari because I thought yeah, he help with him, HB. Help, help, yeah, help HB enjoy his little time at camp because I knew Danielle couldn't work around camp. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well, listen, you know, this is me as a parent going, all right, I'm taking the kid because he came all this way to see his dad. Aris, you're going back to camp to help them out because you're good around camp and you can feed them and fire and all that crap. And Danielle, I'm sorry, but your your living boyfriend didn't show up. So you as a couple are, are not getting anything. Sorry yeah. about that. You know, your mom showed up. You know, what do you want me to do? Okay, well, let's go back. Um, to, let's go back to this. Yeah. I don't mean to get us too too off the subject with uh, these uh, little <laughs> details from uh, from Panama. So so you guys go to the house now. The house that you went to, Terry, uh, is, did they? Did you, do you know whose house that was? Supposedly, it was Michael um, Bolton's dad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Michael Bolton's parents. <laughs> I've been to that house. No way. <laughs> yes, because I was on Survivor Panel, uh, sorry, Survivor right, right, All Stars, right. which they filmed there. And I'm pretty sure I slept in that bed that uh, you and Mrs. Dietz uh, slept in at one nice. point. Nice. Yeah. it up for me. Very nice. I like that. <laughs> and, uh, well, I, now, did you have any company in that bed? Or what? Yeah, Big Tom. I think, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you had a better night. Wow. Um, but wow. okay. So, so you go to that point and you take Shane in Boston to go to the house, uh, at, right. at Michael Bolton's dad's house. And so, uh, you, and you guys are there and you know, you guys have this bond. Okay. And this is right after Sari, you know, blindsided Sari and Aris and Danielle blindsided Shane and they voted out Courtney and Shane right. is going to be the next person that they're going to take out. And did you have, did you have individual immunity? or this is one that that rs won at that point no i had both i had, had both you had both so you could have yeah. given either of them to shane and saved shane and then taken out right. rs or or sari or daniel and, and who would you have taken out oh rs would have been gone okay and then what would you have and, done at four then okay so at the four it would have been me shane uh, i would have most likely uh, won the next immunity challenge because um, I made a mistake in that challenge, which caused me to run 30 yards back up the beach and then 30 yards back to the digging pit. Yeah, and, and Aris wins that immunity. Up. Yeah, and I, so I miss. I lose to Aris by basically literally, you know, game of inches, one one inch and one second, Rob, one inch and one second. I lose that challenge after making a big mis time mistake. And I still almost won it. I lost it. So he won, you know, and then at that point, you know, had I won that, he would have been gone again. You know, once again, he would have been gone. And uh, so it didn't happen. So I basically, you know, lost a million dollars because of the strategic make. I didn't, you know, strategic move I didn't make with Shane and the, and the idols because he had me convinced that Yale was going to go home and because of one inch and one second on that challenge. Okay. So that's what, that's what cost me a million dollars, I believe. And so after that, then, and you've talked, you've talked with Shane about this and you guys, and you guys are, are good about all this, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause Shane's pissed. Cause he had me convinced that Danielle was going home. Mm -hmm. He did such a good job. You know, he didn't know he was so blindsided. Oh, because and he I was blindsided. Cause he was blindsided that he couldn't, if he would have known then he could, they could have told, he could have talked to you, but because he was good with his four, then. Oh, you know. exactly. Right. Got right. It. Oh my God. It was, it was, you know what? You know what? I, I don't mean to get you, it now. you know, PTSD, oh, Terry. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> bring you, bring you back to it. <laughs> All right. Let oh, me God. talk to me about some of the, uh, the happier times, uh, with, with your uh, guys at Lamina. Uh, do you still talk with, uh, with Dan? Uh, I have not, I only, no, no, I've not talked to Dan in 10 years. Uh, and, and it's just, we just have two different lives anyway. Yes. So I, just, I you know, I just don't talk to him. Uh, I don't make the effort. He doesn't make the effort with me either way, but, uh, I haven't talked to Austin and Nick in a while. I talked to Ruth Marie the other day. Uh, Sally's been off the map. I don't, you probably couldn't. Even. No, I don't, I haven't heard anything about her. Um, you know, yeah. the Ruth Marie vote was another uh, point early on in the game where you have a decision to make and you guys and you decide to vote with the younger guys and vote out Ruth Marie early in the game instead of uh, keeping keeping her around. Uh, it, could you just talk through that decision real quick? So, all right. Yeah. So the whole Ruth Marie thing, you know, a lot of that um, Nick and Nick and Austin were 
were, they were so loyal to Dan and I. And Dan was friends with Ruth Marie, and Nick and Austin wanted Sally. And I really didn't have a dog in that game. And in order to keep the guys, I'm like, you know, and I like Sally. I like Ruth Marie, but I like I like Sally. And um, so it was kind of like, well, sorry, Ruth Marie, but, you know, we're going to keep the younger, the younger girl who was doing just as good or better in challenges. And by keeping her, it kept Austin and Nick, you know, and kind of thank them for their loyalty and stuff like that. So, yeah. Now, when you guys got to the merge, ultimately, there was this big flirtation that you had with Bruce because, of course, you know, the season starts with the older men together on one group right. and you had and you had bonded right. with Bruce. Um, but it was always that you needed to bring two people over. It wasn't just yeah. you needed to get one person to flip. And there was some talk of maybe Danielle could go and, and you guys showed her the idol and maybe yeah. there was a chance. But it just yep. never it, it never clicked. Do you ever think about, uh, you know, maybe a different way you could have approached that? Um, you know, Danielle at first didn't believe what I showed her was even the hidden. And she called it, she called it the hidden immunity item. Item. <laughs> <laughs> the item, the hidden immunity item. And she just, she didn't even believe it was, it was what it was. I mean, it was really weird, the whole hidden immunity idol thing. I mean, nobody, it was the first time it happened. It was kind of like, God, there's a lot of power to this thing. Uh, but that Kasaya 6 was so worried about pissing somebody off and having them sit on the jury against them that, they were really unwilling to do anything. Yeah. They, were, they were, they were cathartic. They just like, or afraid. Um, it was weird. Um, and back then, you know, I don't know if you be in old school, um, things could get really personal. Like you didn't get voted out of the game and go, wow, dude, that was a great move. You were like, wow, you asshole. <laughs> you know, it was, just a little different. It was a little different. And they were so scared of pissing off the Kasaya six people that, you know, Hey, if she had swung and, and gone over, it, it would have been a huge move. Right. But mm -hmm. she would have probably gotten no credit for it. She would have probably gotten like, it wouldn't have helped her. Yeah. I don't think so. Back, back then, I don't think it would have helped. I don't know what was your relationship like with Sari after the game? Cause Sari plays this really great game in Panama, but you guys never seemed like you were that close. Like I feel like that, you know, you, you were definitely had more of a relationship out there with some of the other players in the game. Not, not Sari. Did you guys ever become friendlier after the game? No, you know, again, it's just, you know, we run, we have different lives and stuff like that. Um, I realized watching the game, how many things that Sari actually really orchestrated. And, um, yeah, I mean, she, she played a great strategic game. She's a communicator, you know, she's an operating room nurse. She's a manager of other nurses. Um, she's a woman. She knows how to empathize really well and mm -hmm. she knows how to listen. Uh, that's, <laughs> those are a lot of the things that I hope to bring into the game this time, uh, that I, in a lot of cases, I really didn't have the opportunity to use or utilize. So, uh, but in watching what everybody else does, it's, it's, you know, I've learned a lot and suggestions from fans and, and things like that. Uh, you know, there's no excuse for me not to have a better social game and a strategic game with, with all the lessons learned I've gotten over the years. Do you think there was any part of Sari wanting to target Tom in the Heroes versus Villains that she looked at Tom and says, okay, this is like, just like playing with Terry again? Um, yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Tom, Tom's a really good listener. I, you know, I don't know how much time you spent with him, but, uh, not much. He, 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 he can hold it. You know, he's a fireman. You're, you're living in a firehouse. You got to learn to live with a lot of different people under, under stream, you know, life saving and, and, and death and everything else, those kind of conditions. Tom's a good listener and he's also, um, you know, a good conversationalist. And, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe he was try starting to beat her at her own game. I, I don't know, but, uh, um, you know, he's a likable guy too. They're going to try to keep him around unless somebody else, you know, goes after him somehow.
One of the other things that I think is incredibly interesting about all of this is, of course, you played with Aris in Survivor Panama and you guys right. go toe to toe. Jeff Probst, I believe, calls you guys like two battering rams. And it's one of the few <laughs> seasons where there's like, you know, two people go mano y mano for so long in the game. Usually in Survivor, two people go mano y mano and one of them's gone by the end of the episode. And this really plays out right. over the entire post merge game of you versus Aris and back, back and forth and back and forth. Now here's right. Aris's brother, Vetus, potentially in the mix. Uh, how crazy is that? It, it is crazy, but, but I'm going to tell you one thing. And, and I like Vetus. Uh, I've met him before and stuff, but um, he is not the athlete that Aris is. Oh. I mean, I, I don't know if you know this, but, you know, Aris can dribble a basketball down the court, take off from the foul line, and jam it. <laughs> I've seen Dick Vitale talking about Aris Boskowskis in an overtime game against UCLA when he was in college. I mean, you're talking a Division One athlete that is uh, – that's professional. And then you have Vetus. So, you know, you know, the family dynamic, that, that's difficult. Um, them, you know, they, they came together and did really well. Uh, on, you know, they did well on Survivor and they're, they're getting better and, and, and all this other stuff. But, um, you know, that's, that's a big deal with them. And uh, they've come a long way in their relationship and they're both great guys. But you got to give the props to Aris because, you know, he is a professional athlete. And what's your relationship like with ours? Where, where did you guys leave off after the season? And uh, did you guys keep in contact after Panama? Ours is a wonderful young man. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be a great dad. He's, you know, newlywed and he's got a baby. And um, when ours and I had that heart to heart on the top on the show, it, it truly was, you know, an apology from both sides. Mm -hmm. Me for maybe being a little insensitive, but, in no way was I saying detrimental things about women. He made that up and yeah. he made that clear when he apologized for that, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, from that moment on, it was, it was great. And I, I had no problem voting for him for the million dollars. He deserved it. Yeah. He totally deserved it. Yeah, it was great. I, I enjoyed it. And I, I enjoy him. Uh, he's great. Uh, when we meet up uh, with my wife and my kids and stuff like that, he's a wonderful young man. And, and, uh, you know, props to him. He's a great guy. Yeah. You know, the relationship between you and him in that season, it's almost like, you know, this father and son relationship where it's like the son is like rebellious and is like, uh, you don't know anything, dad. You know, he's you know, first of all, first of all, thanks for bringing up that analogy because you know, I am old enough to be your dad, <laughs> <laughs> but you want to be your dad. Uh, <laughs> you go head yeah, to head you with your dad and you something do. you do want to be your dad you and, then, and then if your dad beats you it's, i'm sure you're frustrated yeah you know what and and, and that that was a big deal because he was such a good athlete um as well as danielle was a division one athlete court courtney has an ncaa ring as a, as a national gymnast you know champion in georgia oh my god you know, he had all these division one athletes and you know and i played D1 baseball myself, but I mean, uh, I, like I said, I could have been your dad and they're falling apart and this old man is kicking their ass and that's one of the things that created a lot of tension with them. Now, that's going to be a whole different story, I think, coming this, this next, you know, this next thing. A lot of, a lot of the women are, are really competitive and uh, a lot of the men are, are very competitive and, uh, you know, I think you'll agree with me that, you know, when we go on Survivor, there's usually a couple of knuckleheads that are like, you know, what are they even doing here? Let's just get rid of them and, and go for it. Um, oh, this show is not going to be the case. Mm -hmm. So these people are going to come out guns blazing and, and everything else. So we'll see how it goes. Now, of course, this season is the fan vote for second chance. Uh, obviously, besides coming on here and talking with me, uh, what have you been doing to get the word out? Uh, I am, uh, I am finally on Twitter. Uh, I've been on Facebook for a long time. 
uh, getting those things out. Uh, I've got emails into the uh, corporate side of American Airlines. Oh, We've got 100,000 employees right there. List. That email, yeah, that email is going out tomorrow, I think, company-wide. Do you do an um, announcement ever on, on the flight of like, a, uh, this is uh, <laughs> your Captain Terry, and uh, I'm trying to get back on Survivor, so right, you can cast right, a vote no, when you get right. home. <laughs> no? No, 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 no. But, but I, I don't know if you saw my latest Facebook post that I posted on, the, on uh, Twitter as well. Uh, I was over in London yesterday, so I, you know, where Survivor began in England, and I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to get that Survivor vibe, and then I posted a video of me talking to one of the uh, the famous uh, uh, horse guards, um, the Queen's horse guards, the okay. guardsmen. Yeah, so I posted that on there, and uh, yeah, so that's working out, I think that's working out really well for me. I mean, that video alone got 2,500 hits since yesterday afternoon. Okay, that's great. So, um, yeah, so, you know, hopefully that stuff works out well. Um, so Twitter, Facebook, uh, hitting up the survivor sites, um, getting to talk to guys like you and all right. So with all that said, yeah. um, yeah, so American airlines and everything else, what do you think? What would you, what would be your advice for me going into this show? Okay. Is this to, or in the campaign or in the, uh, when you get there? Well, all right. All right. Fingers uh, crossed. Either one. Yeah. Either one. I uh, Terry, I feel like you're set up well if you get on the show because I feel like the people that are going to be targets in, in the early going, it goes one of two ways. It'll either be somebody who is not pulling their weight in the challenges, and obviously that's not you. So it'll be you know you'll get there'll be a first challenge, and there'll be somebody that really just like is like adds nothing to the table or or is just right, right. you know uh, a disaster in the challenges and it's like okay we will like that's the easy way out just vote out the person who's the worst in the challenges that's not going to be you or the other way it's going to go there's going to be one person that's going to be trying to get something going with everybody the person that's too sneaky and and gets something going and is going to this person is going to this person who gets caught in a lie and that's not going to be you either right i, I don't think you I, I don't think that that's right. part of your that's part of your game right so I feel like yeah, that yeah. you're going to, you're going to get out there and, you know, help, help that team win. Hopefully, you know, you could do a better job than with the Lamina group. And well, I'm not blaming you, Terry. Right. right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but get out there, help that team, help that team win challenges. And then, you know, that, that'll buy you a couple of days. And then again, the rest you have to figure out on your own. You know, that's, that's right, where it's going to get right. tough. And then, you know, that's when you get to the merge and you're like, Oh boy, I don't want Terry to win all the challenges. And so <laughs> you're going to have to get to get some numbers going on, on your side, going and in, going into that merge. But I feel like, right. um, you know, you, you would definitely be somebody that I would say, well, I want to keep Terry around because I know that Terry's not going to be, you know, coming up with, you know, you know, double dealing with everybody. You probably right, probably right, yeah. and and you know, but the only one thing I want to put out there too is, you know, if ten years ago I couldn't win out, <laughs> I, I doubt winning out's going to happen this time. So I'm going to have to use my head a whole lot more, and um, you know, work around the fact that you know I'm not going to be this this monster beast or anything. Yeah, do I want to prove some stuff that old men can still do stuff? Yeah, but you know, I don't think they're going to have to worry about me winning out. Yeah. Um, no one else has. So yeah. Anyway, have you met um, any of these other uh, guys that you're sort of uh, in the mix with? Uh, Andrew Savage, I feel like is somebody who uh, is probably a, uh, a similar player to you. Have you met Andrew? I have not. No, I haven't met Andrew. Did you see that? You season? Know, I, and you, you've been, you've been up to a bunch of the charity events and stuff like that. Yeah. So there, you know, there's some people I've met and then, um, you know, obviously some, some people have and some, some people go to the charity events all the time. Some don't. And, uh, so I've had the opportunity to meet a bunch of the people and, uh, you know, I find them outside the game to be, especially if they're going to these charity events on a yearly, yearly basis. They're, they're great people. I mean, the, the resumes some of these people have are amazing, you know, whether it's in the business world or entertainment world or the things that they've just accomplished uh, in their own lives. It's, it's, it's been really really cool opportunity that just to hang out with these people. Terry, can you believe you're like in the old guard of survivors here? I mean, I bet when you played the, <laughs> when you played the game, you felt like, Hey, look at me, I'm a new kid on the block. And now, oh, okay. Uh, All right. So how old were you in the police? 
were like, right, so we're talking mid eighties and the police are all that in a bag of chips. And now, I mean, even you too, it's, it's classic rock and roll. And I'm sitting here going, Oh my God, you know, how quickly does this go? There's time, you know? And, uh, my kids were in kindergarten. Now I just sophomore in high school and I'm going back to, for another great adventure. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm chomping at the bit, chomping at the bit to go. Terry, do you think that there will be uh, Exile Island? And if so, uh, would you welcome Exile Island in this season? Because you've been through it so much. I'll tell you what, if they have a real Exile Island like ours was, um, not some kind of made up little area you go to, an island where you are truly just on your own. And um, I hope they make the survivor really tough. Yeah. Like, I hope you get to worry about long boats. Yeah, <laughs> I hope we get in long boats and, and, and paddle, you know, 10 miles over to an island somewhere and, and then go for it. You know, an exile island is tough and it's going to be rainy season, so it's going to be hard. And, uh, you know, I welcome all that stuff because it makes everybody else a little bummed out and pissed off. Yeah. And Panama and, was a uh, hard season. Yeah, well, it's got it rained every freaking day. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's one I of the mean, things you've been, you've been down there. Yeah, you've been down there. It uh, it's it's like Florida every day, and you know, trying to keep wood dry and make fires, and and you know, I lost thirty pounds on that show, and I was in good shape going in. Um, and uh, you know, it, it can it can wear on you, and yeah. it, it it wore on everybody. Okay, all right, Terry, I've got some questions from the listeners of the podcast. Are you, are you ready for some questions? Yeah. Oh yeah, and my congratulations on this podcast. That's, oh, thank you, great. Terry. Thank and, you. And the second question is, how come you're not coming back? Well, Terry, I already had my second chance. Oh, uh, it's always a very brief second chance. Hopefully, your second chance right. is, yeah, is a lot yeah, better yeah, than yeah. mine. I gotta right. wait for third okay. chances, Terry. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. Uh, let's uh, take a couple of questions here. Um, uh, Josh Lemer wants to know, uh, did your wife go easy on you? Like you requested a uh, Terry. This is something that I, that I thought, you know, they tell you before a big boxing match, they tell you like, Oh, like just stay away from uh, women. That's going to make you, that's going to make you weak. Oh, okay. uh, and then you, and so, then you win this challenge, Terry. And then all of a sudden, then Aris starts winning uh, all the challenges. Did that, <laughs> did that cost you? No, 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 no. I won the next challenge. Okay. So, you won the next yeah, one. I, I got no issue with that. Uh, <laughs> it, it was pretty funny. All right. I'll tell you just a quick story the Australian doctor that they no longer Ado, have anymore. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, he, he comes and sees me before the next, he's like, so Terry, how, how'd everything go? I was like, oh, doc, we got food. You know, Shane was there. We got to spend some time. It was great. And then he kind of looks down at my midsection. He goes, oh, dude, like, how did it go? He wanted to physically know how I performed after having, you know, losing 30 pounds and getting a crap beat out of me. He wants to know how it went. And I go, Doc, I got some private time at night, and I got some private time again in the morning. <laughs> He's like, Roy, good on you, mate. Awesome. <laughs> wow, so that answers, uh, answers your question. That's just fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Terry, how was that? final reward that you win. It's a, it's a season in, in Panama where you get, you get an advantage or you, you won a reward at the final three. And the advantage was you got to eat like a very healthy meal and then right. you got to sleep on a cot. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I actually, yeah, I want to give that cot to Danielle, but she's like, ah, you know, we have the blankets, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how was, how was that healthy? meal? would you rather have had junk food instead of the healthy meal they gave you? No, 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 no. That, that food was awesome. That was perfect. So, you know, any, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, any kind of food that you get is, uh, it's above and beyond. It was, uh, it was nourishing. It was good. I, I felt like I was doing something good for my body. And then, um, obviously that, <laughs> that last challenge didn't work out so well, but I think Danielle could have just went to the smallest, you know, patty and stood on it and goes, guys, you're going to try to catch me. And, you know, it just wasn't going to work. So yeah. Anyway. Um, about, about that last challenge. Did you think that last challenge was unfair, Terry? The last challenge Danielle was going to win regardless. And, uh, you know, as I mentioned, had I had pulled the strategic move with Shane, uh, prior to that, had I beaten Aris, you know, in that immunity Ford challenge, it wouldn't have mattered. It would have been like, 
me, Suri, and Danielle in the final thing. And Danielle still would have won. Now, weight-wise and, and height-wise, and they, they're, they're pretty good with the biometric stuff in making things even. Um, yeah, that, was, that wasn't built for Aris and I. There was mm-hmm. no way uh, Aris and I or Suri or anybody but Courtney could have beaten Danielle. That yeah. was it. There were two people on that whole island that probably could have just even gotten to the last lily pad and stood up, and it would have been those two. So, you know, obviously when, when people say, oh, God, those challenges were built for you, I was like, yeah, well, the last one wasn't, but <laughs> yeah. you know what? That's the way it goes. You can't imagine that production was like, okay, like uh, let's make a challenge that Danielle will win in the final immunity. Right, right. You know, and, um, you know, and, and again, that's, that's, me, that's now where I lost a million dollars. So. Yeah. Um, Terry, yeah. now right after you guys, the next season, they say, all right, mm-hmm. enough of this final two. We need a final three. Did that, <laughs> did that really uh, rub you the wrong way that they say, oh, now it's a final three? Yeah, no. You know, no. Because you know what? Survivor grows. Survivor okay. grows with you know, they, they, they take, they take, they, they take honest feedback from their fans and everything else. And, uh, you know, not like a lot of people, you know, yeah. Had I gone to the final three, I, I probably would have won, but that's not the way it went. And that's not the way look at Sari when Sari mm-hmm. went back, right. Yeah. She was expecting a final three. And did you see in that, in that, uh, oh, fans versus favorites part of the show right before that, when they announced it was going to be a final two, she knew that she lost right there. Mm-hmm. She knew that she lost. She's like, oh, that's not what I thought. I yeah. thought it was in there. Imagine her against Amanda and Parvati in the final. Yeah. She would have wiped them up. Wiped them up. So, so it was even, I think it was even worse for her because uh, going up to that point, it was always final two, final two. When they changed the rules, well, that's a bummer for me, but had I done those other two things, I should have won anyway. So it was, in the long run, it was my fault that I wasn't in the final two, but with her, yeah. mean, God, you know, final right. three, final three, final three. Oh yeah. We're going to go back to final two for this only episode six. How sick is that? Right? Yeah. Now, Terry, were you surprised that they brought Danielle back for the heroes versus villains? Oh, uh, I, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, you were a little surprised, right? I, I, yeah, I would say surprised because she's not really a villain. She didn't orchestrate really anything, and she definitely wasn't a hero. But um, to be honest with you, she's she wasn't that great TV on our show. And Jeff kept saying that to her: "Are you going to smile for us today? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that?" Oh yeah, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. And then she wouldn't. You know, it was kind of really weird. Talk about talk about people saying I was serious on the show. You should have seen her. It was like game she's seven every single day. She's a captain of sports. There you go. There you go. And uh, anyway, well, she did better second time, but then, you know, Survivor beats you down and, you know, she kind of got beat down at the end of her Survivor and, yeah. you know, kind of just withered away. Um, and into Russell Hans, you know, right. Yeah. The wrong side of Russell Hans. Yeah. <laughs> she got emotionally beat down and that was that. So. Yeah. Uh, Kyle yeah. Dobson wants to know, are you mad that the Tyler Perry idol wasn't called the Terry Dietz idol? So they brought your idol back uh, in, in two seasons ago in Kagiyan when Tony got it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, you know, again, that, you know, having that idol the first time like that was, um, it was pretty damn powerful. It really was. And, uh, you know, I, again, I, I wanted to use it and it just wouldn't, it wouldn't get me the numbers I needed. And I'm like, you know what? Now it's me against these six people and screw it. I'm, I'm going to hold on to it because I'm going to have to win out. Yeah. And uh, it did get me into the final three, which, you know, that, that helped out a lot. I didn't actually have to show it, but you know, the votes went as if I was going to use it. Um, so it did get to me where, where it went. And, and to be honest with you, that's ten thousand extra dollars right there. Yeah, that's 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 a place when it starts getting down to those numbers, it's ten k. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing I hope they do on this next Survivor is like for the for the tribe challenges and stuff. How many people are in your tribe? Nine. All right, this tribe is worth nine thousand dollars to the winner. You guys win it each year against a thousand. You want to see people go to war over a thousand bucks per challenge, or think twice about throwing a challenge and stuff like that. Hell yeah, man. You put the money out there, you know, put 
and people are going to go crazy for it. So you want Jeff to say at the start of the challenge, instead of like, you're playing for fishing gear, you're you're playing for, you know, $9,000. Well, you know, you're playing for fishing gear because we will need that. Right. Uh, you know, first of all, I don't like the combination challenges. I, you know, I'm a challenge guy. I like, I like doing backyard games on steroids. I like a reward challenge. I like the chat, you know, the immunity challenge. I like them two separate ones. But um, in this case, you know why? You want, you, you want to put a little bit more, uh, put a little bit more out there and put the pressure on. Hey, you got eight people in your group. This tribe's worth eight. This, 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 you win this thing is worth eight grand, thousand dollars each. Go for it. Wow. You know, stuff like that. Just three, it doesn't have to be every challenge, but go, you know, hey, this is double jeopardy right here. This is immunity. This is reward. And by the way, each one year, whoever wins this challenge is getting $1,000 each person. Yeah. Wow. That'd be great. Crazy. I mean, talk about people, <laughs> talk about people starting to get competitive and everything out there. You, oh, man. Yeah. I, Terry, these challenges weren't competitive enough for you when they were just playing for pizza. You need more competitive <laughs> challenges. <laughs> oh, <laughs> people are well, killing each other already. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go 100% regardless. Yeah. But it would be nice to see everybody else go 100%. Yeah. So you don't want to just win the challenges. You want prizes also. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> 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 it makes it that much more competitive, you know. When you when, you, when there's money, you know, you 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 do a little uh, a pool at, at at a Super Bowl game, you know. Yeah. You fill out the boxes you want. Yeah. All of a sudden, you got some skin in the game. You can you could take it to another level, Terry. You have another gear. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> wow. Yeah, listen, I'm ten years older. I don't know if I can get to that gear, but yeah, I have another gear. <laughs> wow. Okay. Terry, has there been anybody that you've reached out to or has reached out to you to give you any advice about going back? And you don't have to tell me what they said, but did anybody, did anybody uh, reach out to you? Did you call anybody that that's not going to be on this season? You know, there, there, there are a couple of friends that I have and I'll, I'll just call them friends, but uh, you know, um, what's it like to be in a situation where, you know, you're going back for a, a second AFC playoff game? Uh, what's it like, uh, you know, in the, in this, you know, whatever, uh, six game of the world series, what, you know, what's it like to come back and, and do something like that? And, uh, you know, they did, they gave me some really good advice. It's like, well, you know, act like you've been there and then fix the mistakes you made last time, mm-hmm. but realize, realize whatever, whatever happened in last season or the season before that, or, you know, those people are going to look at the mistakes they made. So for you to rely on them acting the same way right. that they acted on that show when they didn't win, no, they're going to change the game a little bit. They're, they're going to come at it in a little different way. That's a good and point. And like I said, I, yeah, I just don't think there's going to be knuckleheads that'll be easy picking to vote off right in the beginning because everybody's coming back to play hard. Yeah, Terry, when I came back on the All-Stars, I was on the Tribe with Boston Rob. And when I was out there with him, I said, okay, well, you know, I'm not going to, you know, take such an active role because I know that this guy is going to self-destruct kind of like what he did the first time out, but he didn't do that the second time out. And it was definitely a miscalculation on my part because I was judging people only by what I saw, like from the, like I had sort of their, their resume from the last time. I'm like, Hey, this is what this, per- this person, uh, this person sucks because they did bad last time. They didn't have any game last time. And this person is good because right. they did good last time, but people have evolved also, not just you. Right. Oh yeah, they, they they better evolve because if they come back the same way, they they will be easy pickings. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got uh, two more questions for you. Jim Schiff wants to know uh, what was your sell to Danielle to take you to the final two, and would you have changed anything in hindsight? So Danielle wins that final immunity challenge, and then she has to decide between you and Aris. And then by the end of the game, like you and Danielle had like something going on, right? Well, we spent that time on Exile Island, and then I basically saved her. Uh, you know, I could have gotten rid of her um, at that where where she and Serena made fire. Yeah, I could have gotten rid of her there. And basically, I was like, "All right, and you and I are good, right? Yeah, we're good. We're good, Terry. You know, if, if I win, you know, I'll take you to the final and blah blah blah." So I bought her. You know, that's probably why they uh, they they thought she was a villain <laughs> because uh, you know she she basically blew me off right there. She was going to take me, and it didn't quite happen. Yeah. So, uh, so, anyway, so what did you say to her? Um, 
Oh, so I, I kind of took a real mature viewpoint. Like, you know, these people are going to like you for this reason. These people are not going to like me where, you know, ours kind of went at her like a big brother and he went after her. And hard. he said to her, and Hey, he I'm went, not going to vote for you. If you don't, if you vote me out. Right. Oh, he didn't, he not only said that, he goes, I'm going to tell everybody else. And I'm supposed to you too. <laughs> and you know, he, he had that, he was with her the whole time. So he had, he had that kind of relationship where he could actually say something to her without totally pissing her off where, you know, if I came at her as an adult, um, you know, going after a young kid like that and going, you know what, you better take me because I did this and I did that and blah, blah, blah. And you're not going to get this vote, this vote, this vote. And by the way, these people can't stand you. You're not getting her vote. I didn't do that. Mm -hmm. Now, do I look back on it now? Could I have done it a different way? You know, I, I didn't have the heart to tell her that she wasn't going to win either way. And I probably should have and said, Danielle, be honest, you're, you are not going to win against ours because I'm not voting for you. Uh, Sally and Austin aren't voting for you. Uh, Courtney definitely isn't voting for you. And Cerise probably vote for ours. You're going to lose five to two, which is exactly what happened. And I, I didn't quite go there with her. So like that's, that was a mistake on my point. Um, I should have maybe a little more hard sell than I did, but uh, anyway, can't, okay. you can't have too much 2020 hindsight or it will eat you alive. Yeah. Uh, not too many times on Survivor does the soft sell work. You gotta, you know, always be closing with these uh, survivors with these deals. <laughs> Back out of them if they, if you let them. You gotta really be like uh, go oh, there with yeah, your briefcase. Yeah. God, I just had a, a conversation with somebody today. Um, you know about you know, I'm not a big. I don't. I don't rip people a new one in the confessionals. Yeah, there's no reason to rip if, if you have a. Uh, um, you know, something to say about their game or something else like that. But I don't get into the personal thing because in the confessionals, nobody knows what you say until you watch the show. And somebody like, for instance, Boston Rob turning around and saying, yeah, these guys were idiots. They're freaking idiots. You know, it's like, you know what, pal? They're not an idiot. You know, they may be a lawyer back home. What do you do? You know, mm -hmm. yeah, maybe they're not playing the game well or everything, and you can bring that up, but you start dissing these people personally in the confessionals and it, you know what? It's just, it's not cool. I don't think it's cool. And hopefully I won't be doing anything like that. I didn't do it last time. I don't plan on doing it this time, but yeah, I, you know, if I get something nasty to say about somebody, I'm going to say it right to their face. Okay. And, and that'll be, that'll be that. <laughs> so you, you, did so. you pick that up from Shane? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, you know what? For instance, if Will started popping off at Shireen like oh, sure. that, uh, like the other in that show, I hate bullies. I have, I have, I have torn into to older people ripping, ripping cashiers, ripping a teenage cashier, a new one, and they're bullying them. And they're, they're older people, and I'll turn around and go, "Hey, hey, cut that out! Don't bully people. Just I don't care if you're an old person or not." But you know, in that situation, nobody stepped up for Shireen. I would at least just grab Will and take him off site and go, "Dude." Come on with me. You were getting out of here right now. Hey, Mike, go take care of Shreen or whatever. You know, that kind of crap. I, you know, it, it ended up becoming real world and, and, and I don't like it. Okay. So, All right. Anyway. And uh, last question. Ryan German wants to know, Terry, will you be needing the Wambulance this season? Ours <laughs> is most famous line of Wambulance. That he's ever said. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was cool. I hope not. I hope not. I almost, <laughs> no way. You know, I, I was, I was very close to a shark last time. It was about the, the closest thing I came to yes. really getting hurt. But, um, unless if, unless yeah. if you don't uh, get on the season, then, then call the ambulance, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's a time for some crybaby soup. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't even want to think about that. We won't even bring it up. All right. Terry, if anybody's still on the fence, all right, always be closing. All right, Danielle just won immunity. What are you telling to these people to get them to vote for you this time? <laughs> Listen, you don't want me on that fence. You need me on that fence. <laughs> um, you know what? I'd love to go back. I really would. Uh, I was so close and yet so far. And, uh, you know, there are so many people out there that say I have so much room for improvement in the social game and, and the strategic game. Well, you know, give me that shot. And I, and I wasn't really in a situation where I could have been that strategic or social, I think, 
but I see their point and I want to go back and do it again. I want America to vote me back on that show and prove that old guys can learn new tricks. All right. There you have it. Terry Dietz. Terry, give us that Twitter handle. Uh, it's just uh, hashtag Dietz Terry, I think. Dietz yeah, Terry. Yeah, <laughs> just Dietz Terry. Just kind of just generic. Okay. All right. There you go. All right, Terry, thank you so much for coming on with me. Really nice to uh, chat with you about Survivor Panama. I always wanted to get to talk to you on the podcast because uh, there's so many uh, great moments in that season. Very underrated season, I think, of Survivor Panama. Well, I tell you what, I think is the most athletic season ever with all, the, with all the college athletes and stuff. And I got to hang out with them. So I was very proud and very happy to be able to do that. Yeah. All right. Well, Terry, best of luck to you both in the vote and hopefully in the game. And uh, yeah, good, uh, happy campaigning. Rob, thanks so much and uh, appreciate it. And uh, please get the word out for me and anything I can do for you, you let me know. All right. Thanks a lot, Terry. Take care. T take care, Rob. See ya. All right, everybody. There you have it. That is Terry Dietz on the podcast. How about that? Terry Dietz talk. Here we go in Survivor Second Chance. Uh, so much fun going through all these 20 interviews down. If you've missed any of our interview series, you could hear those at robinswebsite.com slash second chance. One of the things that we've been doing, and I've probably done a bad job of talking enough about this, is we've been collecting some exit poll data to try to find out. And I haven't looked at it myself, but I think that what I want to do is update the numbers, or, or at least I'm going to read the update on the podcast, I think on Thursday. And at least, you know, here's our halfway marker of how the polls are doing, who's in the bitter 12 right now, who's on the inside looking out, who's on the outside looking in, who's in trouble, who's not in trouble. I think that might be a fun thing to do uh, about halfway through. So unless I hear from you guys, like do not do that. I think that's what I want to do on the podcast on Thursday. I think that would be a good time to sort of check in at least uh, see where we're at with like six days to go. And then maybe uh, some people will really get a fire under them in terms of the campaigning. Anyway, thank you guys so much uh, for checking out this interview with Terry. Looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say in the comments on robiswebsite.com. Our next interview, Miss Foxy Tasha. Tasha Fox will be my next guest in interview number 21 here on the road to Survivor Second Chance. Have a good one, everybody. Talk to you again soon. Bye.